0: Hey y'all, welcome to What's Up Next. I'm Demetrius. And I'm Justine. You are now tuned into our podcast, where we take a deep dive into some interesting topics and everyday situations that we face as a young millennial couple.
1: For those of you who don't know us, What's Up Next is a play on my soon-to-be last name, but it's for sure a common phrase in our household. Anyway, let's stop talking and let's get into this week's episode.
0: Let's get it, let's get it, let's get it. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. How's everybody doing? Hope everybody's living good.
1: I'm gonna get an audio thing there. Good.
0: All right, yeah, we we do need, hey, who's trying to do some edits for us? Right. <laughs> cue, cue the applause. Thank you. But nah, today we are taking you know, I'm starting something new. You know, this is the Grey Chair Talk. Gray, oh. ch- gray Chair Talk, excuse me. Not the yeah, red Yeah, shout
1: out to Wayfair.
0: Yeah, no no red table, but
1: Gray Chair <laughs> Talk. Get off Will and Jada's back.
0: I'm just playing. No, nah, but we are going to take a deep dive into some things that we feel we constantly deal with. Yeah. Inter interpersonal.
1: Yeah. Um, you guys signed up for a a transparent podcast. You signed up for us to be honest, open and honest with you. So mm-hmm.
0: highs and lows. Yeah. Good and bad. Yeah. And all the above. So today I asked you.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Well, first I want to mention we are going to dive into Insecurities within spirituality in the form of prayer. Right. And I'm sure you've seen this coming. and (laughs) (laughs) So that's why I wanted you to kind of tell the people about how you feel in regards to prayer and just what are some battles that you deal with.
1: Yeah. uh, Watts knows this more than anybody, I think. And he's been the one that's probably listened to me vocalize this the most. But I've had a lot of moments where I feel insecure praying out loud. Uh, not like praying by myself, praying in the shower, praying in the car, whatever, breaking down and crying and feeling like I need to pray. That that I can do mm-hmm. uh, when it comes to like our relationship and praying before a meal or times where we feel as though things are rough mm-hmm. and we just stop and say, let's pray about it. Like Those are not times where I step up to the plate I feel like and say you know I'll lead in prayer which I feel like in a relationship it should be equal where you feel as though your partner can pray for you and sometimes I feel like I actually no I'm not even going to say sometimes I feel like as far as we've been dating been together the last five years I've never been able to stop and say hey let me like let's pray about it with confidence yeah with Mm -hmm. confidence at least so, yeah, I mean, that's where the insecurity topic kind of comes from and where it comes from my heart and my spirituality. So,
0: yeah, I definitely, obviously, <laughs> have experienced it firsthand. Yeah. And I appreciate the fact that you're saying, you know, it's something that should be done or split evenly yeah. between the two parties. Um, I know we also have mentioned that, yo, if you can do it, do it. Right. And if you don't know how to do it,
1: don't do it.
0: Let the other person do it. Right. And, you know, that applies to many different other things. But in this situation, although I kind of have encouraged you right. to like, yo, try.
1: I think there's also try. a certain point, too. Sorry I to cut you off. But a certain point where you have to challenge your, 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 your partner, you know? Like, oh, okay. you cannot do certain things just because you don't know how, but... I know how to do
0: it. I just don't feel comfortable doing it, you know? So then what does that stem from?
1: Okay, so so where it stems from in the, the backstory and context to it is when I was seven, maybe eight or mm. so, maybe even younger than that, uh, my mom took me to a Catholic church. And it was a lot of, if anybody knows Catholic church, Catholicism, it's... A lot of it is scripted. It's very like every sermon. I'm not gonna say every sermon sounds the same, but same song, same dance, same this, and like it just sounds traditional. Very traditional. They have traditions. Uh, and I'm just so everybody knows, like as I'm talking about this, I'm not knocking any denomination, religious beliefs or anything like that, but just giving you my pure experience. So seven to probably like ten, I was. Uh, going to Catholic church and then when my grandfather passed my dad went to a Baptist church and he was kind of just after he after my grandfather passed he was trying to find his spirituality again and once he went like once or twice he had told my mom like yeah we should try this Baptist church that I went to so the following week we wind up going so this is like in a maybe a month or two month span like I switched Mm. religions you know Mm. Uh, and When that happened, I was standing. I remember vividly, like standing in a Baptist church and being like, "Okay, this is different because like the words to the songs are on the screen and I can like follow along. But then when they're talking about prayer, like I'm thinking about like a scripted prayer, Mm -hmm. but they're just going straight from like how you feel inside, you know. And for me, that was different. I didn't know that that was possible. Mm -hmm. And my dad was like, "Oh, you know, you should feel it and you should feel it in your soul and this and then I'm like. I don't know how to do that yet like and especially at like a pinnacle time in your life when you're learning a lot of things you're hitting an age of like 10 11 and you're like "Eh, this is a like a 180 Mm. you know so that's where the insecurity comes from because from 10 to 18 i was in baptist but young years i was in catholic church and that was a switch for me and i didn't really I wasn't taught how to pray in between that. I just had to like learn it. You know?
0: Yeah. yeah that leads I know that me... sounds
1: confusing, but. No, it,
0: I mean, I hear it and I know it and I'm kind of like, okay. Yeah. Like, that is quite the challenge for someone who's going through some very pivotal years mm-hmm. within adolescence. As you said, you didn't have, you weren't really taught how to pray. What do you believe that? education should have come from is that
1: i feel like it should have came from my parents especially my dad the one who was saying like you i guess the one who encouraged us to even go to a baptist church it should have came from a place of like hey i know this is a change for you Mm -hmm. and like this is not what this is what's done here but you don't have to do this here and you should feel a little bit more comfortable and things like that and i've done things to try and make myself feel more comfortable or more spiritually connected, like I did Bible study junior year and senior year of high school, thinking that that was going to help me find like my place. Uh, when I was a freshman, I had like thoughts of like I think I want to get baptized, and that was like really quick. So I was freshman like, of college. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, uh, and then I also like I mean when you go to college too like you're not going to the same Mm -hmm. churches anymore. So now you're losing that. And it was just like, I felt like I was in rotation constantly. Like I had it and then I didn't have it. So all of that, I wasn't really able to like settle into something and feel like, okay, I know how to do this.
0: I feel that 100%. Yeah. And a different form for me was just going to college and going away from all that you know in regards to church. Mm -hmm. And for me, you know, attending a, predominantly black church my entire right, life right. and then going to the state of Oregon where institution i don't even know
1: what the if there's
0: any black churches around right and so i'm going to these other churches predominantly white churches
1: Thinking I'm gonna find my spiritual food and, and
0: not and, and trying to get fed, but I'm not, not getting it. It's not meeting it.
1: Yeah, it's not meeting we it at so, all. Maybe you went with me, but we had gone to a church in Corvallis, and I was like really standing there, like this doesn't make sense to me.
0: Yeah, and then the guilt kicks in of like, but then I'm, I'm not spiritually a, I'm, uh, yeah, 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 I'm not a like church goer, so yep. man, I'm I'm out of whack, and then mm-hmm. you know your. For me, I'll speak for myself, my spirituality took a hit where I wasn't as standing as firm in my morals and beliefs within God and questioning a lot of things and just walking on my own. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not here to say I did okay or I didn't do okay, but all in all, I didn't feel comfortable and I didn't feel like I was at my very best.
1: Yeah. I mean, as I'm thinking about it, as we're talking about this is I'm 24 now for the last 14 years I've been battling it. You know what I'm saying? So flipping at 10 and from one to the next and then going from being an 18-year-old, going from thinking that Bible study and everything, wanting to get baptized, and then not having the same, same feelings because I went to college. And then on top of that, then you, as soon as college is over, you move to Dallas. So it's like now you've got a whole other realm of Christianity that you're looking at. Mm-hmm. You know? And you and I have really battled and had conversations about, Mm -hmm. like, church, we really got to find one that we really like. And Mm -hmm. we feel like they are fulfilling us and things of that sort. But I I think it is a process, and that's fine. It's just that process seems like it's taking really long. Yeah. And I feel like I have to know the answer before I bring a life into this
0: world. Ooh, that's crazy that you mentioned that point, because I was going to spend... A statement that you put on me in one of our earlier episodes, I think it was episode one, it was like, Whose timeline are you on? Mm-hmm. Yours or God's? But you you said, Dang, I gotta I gotta have this in order before I bring another life into this mm-hmm. equation. And I couldn't I couldn't agree more.
1: Yeah.
0: And I think you definitely feel that, correct me if I'm wrong, is because yo, I had this uncertainty. And yeah, and I don't want my
1: child to feel that. To uncertainty. have that confusion, yeah.
0: Yeah. I respect that completely.
1: Yeah, I want them to be spiritually connected. I want them to understand, like, hey, there is a higher power, but don't want them to be. I don't want them to be me at the dinner table, like, hey, it's my time to pray, and I'm sweating through my shirt. Mm. You know. Yeah. Um, and I've had conversations about this with my parents too. Like when I came back from college, like summer breaks and things like that it was kind of like we went to church when we went and we just didn't go when we didn't go. Like my dad worked nights and came home at seven. So it was like church started at eight 15. He had a dress. Let's go. And if we missed it, oh, then we missed it. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like a ritual type of thing. And I would really get upset with my mom sometimes and be like, so if you're going to go, then go consistently. But if you're not going to go, then stop forcing me to like pack church clothes when I come home to think that I'm going and I'm not going, mm-hmm.
0: you know? And yeah. that's
1: where I was like, this is not helping me. My situation.
0: Yeah, That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. When I came home, I for sure made made it my duty to, to go to church. To go ch- go to church, and not yeah. only just church, but my home church. Yeah, the place I felt most comfortable within my spirituality. Yeah, where I have family, friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, just a community of people that have known me since birth. And so truthfully, to speak.
1: like you grow such a you gain. I won't say grow, but you gain a very. Um, you gain a, a village when you are raised in a church, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I missed out on a lot of that because it was like, even when I was at church, my dad would like, hey, what's up, this person and this person. Weeks can go by and I could go to church every Sunday for a month and I still wouldn't know his name.
0: Just no structure, just no, no yeah, foundation. I just, I just of... feel like
1: I didn't have the structure that I, I wanted or that I needed in order to feel secure about Prayer. And that's how it plays out is when I need to pray, I'm like, obviously I know who I'm praying to, but yeah, yeah, yeah. when I'm
0: saying pray. it, I'm you just can't say it aloud. I just can't say it aloud, And, so and I, I don't
1: know if I fear that because I fear your judgment of how I pray. I don't think that's really You know yet. how I pray. I know. But okay. So one thing that we talked about is... I'm goofy. He <laughs> is very goofy. Uh, one thing that we Sincere talked about goofy. was when you pray, some people will tell you certain things that you should say, like... God forgive me for all sins seen and unseen, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, I can put that in my prayer, but am I doing it because I'm told to do it or am I doing it because I feel it? You know what I'm saying? And that's where I struggled. Like, okay, I always wanted somebody to feed me the script, say the script, because that's what I learned when I was in adolescence. And now that I don't have that, now I feel like I should just be able to just go off the whim and come up with something. And I...
0: Mm, it was different for me. Yeah, I was just heard things and took things that I liked. I took, th- took things that yeah. aligned with me. Like yeah. you said, I say because I heard my uh, my grandmother Nani say was she always made sure like, yo, you say you ask God for forgiveness for right. your known and unknown sins. Right. And I was like, all right, babe, I'm gonna do that because I don't want, you know. I know the things I did wrong, but I don't want him to come at me for the things I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like as a little kid, that's what I was thinking. And so it's always in my prayer. And it's just repetition. But yeah, It's one of the first things that I say. I'm sure you catch it now when I pray or pray over meals. Oh, yeah. And even if it's about meals, there's a certain phrase that I say. And then from there, you kind of just go off what yeah. you're feeling. We, we've prayed in times of, you know job security during COVID. We've prayed over some of our biggest blessings. We've prayed over yeah. the, uh, the health of our family during crucial times.
1: Yeah. I mean, we've even, like, I think maybe it was last week, but I was saying it was probably like 2 a.m. or something. I just couldn't sleep, whatever. And, like, I caught myself just starting to pray. Watts is asleep at this point, but I'm, like, leaning on his, like, shoulder, and I'm just praying. But to me, it sounds like I'm just talking. And, which is what they say it is supposed to be. It's supposed to just be this conversation between you and God. Mm-hmm.
0: That's
1: Obviously, how go. no way he's talking back to me, but he'll tell me eventually how he feels. Uh, or she feels. We won't get into that. But I can do that when I, when I feel spiritually moved to do it. Yeah. But when I'm forced to do it, that's when I feel unnatural. I feel like it's unauthentic of me to do that.
0: Precisely. That you was know? one of my 2020 goals. is pray genuinely.
1: Yeah, it was. You know what I'm
0: saying? There's a lot of people who have. who have, you know, have practices. Like, yo, yeah. when I wake up, I'm getting on my knees and I'm praying, and that's commendable, and I respect people who,
1: yeah,
0: make that commitment. For me, it's kind of like, yo, it could be in the car, it could be during my shower, it could be during my workout, it could be at the driving home at the end of the day. If God crosses my mind,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'll make sure to, you know, acknowledge and give my thanks. Yeah. And um,
1: God loves talking to me while I'm driving by myself. <laughs> he really does. Hey, it
0: don't. It, and when not when you're in tune, but. When he's there, he's always there, no matter what. You right. know what I'm saying? I could be listening to any type of music that has nothing to do with God. But yep. if it crosses my mind, I'm praying on sight.
1: Yeah. yeah. And that's just, just me. had and a conversation about that. Yeah.
0: Like,
1: he comes home the other day and was like, I think I was looking like a crazy person because I was talking to God and walking. And
0: for, was, for an hour.
1: For an hour down the road. And I'm like, I can only imagine what you looked like doing that, but I'm glad that you had the time. And you felt moved to do it, you
0: know and I felt my best in that group of days where I was going through that kind of confusion.
1: Yeah
0: I felt my best after it, straight like that.
1: yeah,
0: and that's really all that matters, you know what I'm saying so not to push any type of yeah. denomination or what religion you should do, but I just I know now right now in my current state and how I've been for a while is just have some type of connection with something.
1: Yes the
0: source, that's what I would call it. Yes have a connection with the source. And if you do that, you'll be all right. Right. And that's the biggest component, just have that relationship and continue to develop it. And when you get off track like myself, you know how to realign and get back. you say, like you said, it's a process.
1: It is a process. And it's, if, if you're battling that with your partner, I think it's also important to have some grace. You know, like you've been very gentle about the subject. You've never been like, Nope, you gonna pray. We're not touching this food until you pray, because I felt like that's how my dad was sometimes with me. When like we would pray at the table, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Well, if you're not gonna pray," and I I saw him sometimes do that with my mom too, uh, and sh- maybe that's also why it stems. But uh, not feeling comfortable to pray or feeling like you're in a safe space to pray will put you back ten steps. Mm. But if you're in a relationship where your spouse or whoever praise very well and maybe you don't or vice versa make sure that you're having some grace with that person you know
0: i respect that and i agree wholeheartedly
1: yeah so i appreciate you for giving me your patience
0: oh most definitely and honoring that most definitely
1: but we're getting better at it we're yeah at i mean it. you know, every once in a while i'll start a prayer and it'll be like dear god and i'll stop and then i'll say something else and he'll be like are you about to pray I'm like I'm getting there I'm
0: getting there (laughs) now you and you always trip over like what what do I start with and I'm like yo call them whatever you want like call it whatever whatever yeah call on whomever you wish to call on
1: right
0: like I said if their intent is pure and your heart is genuine with it it's gonna be felt and it's gonna be heard at least that's how I feel about it yeah so I agree I, I I long for the day where you know you just break out and Bust one real quick for the for the Thanksgiving dinner, and, and we, <laughs> we great, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm like, oh shoot!
1: <laughs> yeah, give me some
0: time. Me nah, some time. you good? Ain't no, ain't, I'm not putting no type of, ain't no schedule on it, man. You walk your walk, and I will walk mine, and then we will walk together.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: I appreciate you sharing and opening up for the people. Of
1: course, transparency, right?
0: Transparency is key. don't keep it real. Absolutely. So we just want to thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of What's Up Next. If you haven't already, go ahead and leave a review. Leave a review. Comment on something.
1: Comment on Instagram or Twitter. Hashtag WhatsApp Wednesdays. Let us know how you feel about the podcast. We appreciate everybody who supported thus far.
0: Man, it's been super.
1: Overwhelming. Just super, overwhelming.
0: Like, Yeah, that's the best word for yeah. overwhelming. It's like, yeah. wow. And people who really have taken the time to yeah. send feedback in. Trust me, it doesn't go unnoticed. It makes our days.
1: At all. And
0: we are just truly thankful and humbled that you have listened to us thus far. So we appreciate y'all. And is there anything you want to add, my love?
1: No. We love y'all for listening. We love y'all in general. So uh, stay tuned for next week's episode.
0: Absolutely.